Let's play D and D. everybody and welcome to the rule of cool podcast this is the intro episode my name is morgan and i'm nathan and we are so excited to be here with you talking about D D. now this podcast is a little bit different from other podcasts rather than playing um we're just gonna be chatting chatting about our favorite things talking about the best thing in the world Yes. Um, We love it. You love it. I assume that's why you're here. And yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's that's the whole idea is that we'll be able to talk about D&D and have fun and, you know, interact with everybody in the chat and then be able to just bring it back and put it into like a neat and tidy form for people to listen to. That's like, you know, like, I think kind of the idea that we have is that like week by week, we're going to talk about like certain things about D and D different topics, different ideas and uh, kind of reel it back into um, a podcast form. And then the, the full chaos of anybody that knows me or Morgan is uh, called <laughs> called on Twitch. And uh, there will be a, a, a beautiful product that gets put out in a podcast form. Here's the thing that's crazy to me. So I had this idea literally four days ago. Literally four days ago, I (laughs) had the idea to set up this podcast and do it. And then two days ago, Nathan was like, hey, I've been wanting to do a podcast like this for so long. Can I join you? And I'm like, absolutely. It'll be so much easier to record a (laughs) podcast with somebody else rather than just myself because I'm an awkward enough person as it is. And so the fact that Nathan was like, hey, I will totally do this thing with you. I was like, thank God. It just, it just happened. Just, Here we are uh, four days later. Yeah, we like, I mean, we talked about it. And then it was like that night we were just like, boom, 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 planning, exchanging information. Matt was yelling at us to go to bed. Yeah. Because <laughs> we were both awake. I was awake until 5 a.m. yesterday, updating all of our socials, updating all of our things. Um, here's the thing. I got, I got that design from one of my really good friends. We went to high school together and then he went to Pittsburgh Institute of Art and got his his degree in like graphic design and character creation for video games. And I was like, Hey, you're the first person I thought of. Make me a logo. It's about D and D and it's called rule of cool. And that's all I gave him. It's literally it. And he was like, all right, sick. A day later, he had that, uh, design for me. And it was all blue. And so I was like, all right, I, I don't like the fact that it's all blue. And so I like asked Alyssa and a couple of her people. Um, so I told him that I, uh, hey, do gold. Um, Sorry. And so, he, yeah. So anyways, my best friend from high school made the logo and I told him I was going to be using it for everything. So, moving on. Um, let's talk about stuff, <coughs> our background in D&D. So, Nathan. I've never played it before. It, seem, it seems really cool, though. 
No, uh, yeah, I've I've been playing D and D. Well, playing. I've been I've been running D and D for five or six years now, something like that. Um, I just like literally like I, I'd always been interested in D and D since a kid, but I just never knew anybody that played anything like that. And then there was like one day where like I don't know if I was just really bored or something. Like I think maybe I just like saw something about D and D that like came up as like you know D and D has has like kind of hit this like renaissance period with fifth edition. Like mm-hmm. I, I think it just like something struck, and I was like, you know what, I want to play this. This would be so cool. Let me like look into this and see like what it's all about. So I just like hit YouTube hard, started reading in like forums and like just like researching like what is D&D? How does it work? What do you do? What does any of that mean? And decided I was like, I, I was like sitting next to my fiance, girlfriend at the time and just turned to her and was like, hey, we're going to play D&D. And she was like, all right, okay, cool. <laughs> and like, uh, sure. And I was like, I was like, I got you. And then like a week later, I had been like literally like day after day, like watching videos and like researching, you know, definitely watched like started to like watch some of like live stream, like, you know, critical role and such. And was like, boom, I'm in this. Like I've researched (laughs) it. I learned, I was like, cool. Somebody has got to be the dungeon master. I was like taking that on. I'm doing it. And just kind of decided like, I'm going to, run a game i guess and like that just sounds great (laughs) and i just kind of haven't turned back since i just i mean i've until post covid i legitimately have been a player twice and i've played (laughs) hundreds of hours of dnd like uh you know i've had weekly game I i had a solid weekly game for two years irl at the table with miniatures and you know battle maps and everything like that and then kind of went through it and now I'm just in it deep (laughs) (laughs) aren't we all just (laughs) you you were like this isn't a harmless hobby this is an innocent hobby and then it just completely takes over your life well and like that's what's crazy to me is like i remember when i bought the starter set right because i was like i was like okay like i don't know how to like start playing D and then i was like oh there's like a starter set and like the newest edition is fifth edition this is the fifth edition starter set i should buy that and i like went on amazon and i ordered it and it showed up and i was like cool i like have this thing now let me like research it and like read through it and then like looking at the scope of like buying the starter set which like i think it's even cheaper now but it was like 25 yeah. bucks when i bought it. it came with the lost minds of fandelver the beginner guide five pre-made characters and one set of dice right in a little box <laughs> 25 bucks i'm like and then like the scope of like now like i own really close to every official watsy book i you know and like the amount of money that I've spent on dice, the amount of money that I've spent on miniatures that are, it's, it's kind of insane. Yeah. See, I'm, I was similar, but different. Like I started playing D and D 
11 years ago. <laughs> it's been 11 years since I started playing D&D. I started playing because I was one of those, like, quote-unquote loser kids, <laughs> you know? Like, when you're in high school and you have, like, you can tell. You have, like, the popular kids. You have the jocks. You have, like, the redneck kids. And then you have just, like, this group of kids that don't belong. Like, that. Oh, I was in kids. that group. <clears throat> theater kids. Exactly. And I did theater. And for me, Dungeons & Dragons was just a play. Yeah. It's a long, long play. And that was one of the things that got me interested in, like, doing theater anyways, is because you got to pretend to be this cool thing and do cool things and i just fell in love with it yeah so i've been a player more than i have a dm like i've been playing for 11 years my accumulation of dming time is probably about four or five years but i've loved every minute of it uh i confession to make though Uh and it's crazy i've never played a module in 11 really? years, I've never played a module. You've everything never played I've ever done, or you've never ran? Either. Okay. Um, everything I've ever done has been a homebrew thing. Yeah. And so about four years ago, um, I really started getting into like what the modules are and the stories and everything. And I haven't had a chance to play a module or run a module. And I realized that like, people listening to the podcast nathan is a dm uh in a campaign that i play in and technically his campaign did start from the lost minds of fenelver module but the amount the amount that that was like not in the book other than like some of the encounters was was pretty hefty though because it was like fully set (laughs) in my homebrew world and just like placed in inside this like kind of little storyline it doesn't yeah, quite so, count that so technicalities um i but i haven't i really truly haven't i i've come to realize that it really doesn't matter like what you play yeah as long as you get that like <clears throat> i don't know what the word i'm looking for is there's a word that i'm looking for and i can't think of it the like uh, high <laughs> the high the, no. like adrenaline <laughs> the the experience yeah. it that was a simple word that i should have known uh, as long as you get the experience i really don't think it matters what you play as long as you get that experience that you should and a lot of people are like oh well this is the experience you should have and looking back now i hate that i use that phrasing because yeah. there's no specific experience that you should or have to have with D. Like no. <laughs> you, you started with modules yeah. and I have started and done basically 11 years of homebrew. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that you know anything more or less than I know anything um, or vice versa, no. because I feel like we both have a decent grasp. Um, I by no means know everything. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but I, I know everything. I it's just, it it's just not all right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sometimes you have to do a quick Google just to like fact check yourself. Uh, it's it's all um, it's all in here. It just may not be written down anywhere. I it may have been made up. <laughs> well, cuz like I think that's definitely interesting because like 
like I ran the first game I ever ran was Lost Minds of Fandelver because I bought the starter kit and I thought like that's where you start. And you know, it's like I didn't know anything about it previously. And then I ran two like full campaign guidebooks from um Wizards of the Coast, like before I ever like I'd ran some one shots that I found on like online and things like that in between those times. Yeah. But I ran uh Storm King's Thunder um and out of the abyss like the full books like ran you know characters <laughs> like into higher levels like full campaigns of both of those games like you know adventure paths and then i was like you know okay like this like at that point it, it was like i was like i felt it honestly i felt like there was something missing like i was like i was just giving information and it was like i was like i was like i feel like i have knowledge enough in my brain to like do the homebrew thing like you know i don't need the guideline right and i think that people just need to kind of look at that and say like hey i've had this experience and other people have had this experience but it's still D. like the things that i did even though it's all been homebrew it's still D. and the things that you've done that have been like modules it's still D. yeah well, and, like, I think yeah. about the fact, like, I've never experienced this because, like, I'm socially awkward and I don't like meeting <laughs> new people. But, like, there's, like, legitimately people that, like, only play D&D through, like, Adventurers Guild, like, official Adventurers mm-hmm. Guild, where, like, they have their character. Um, and, like, I mean, like, Paizo does this with, like, Pathfinder. Like, you have your character and, like, she'll show up to a table with, like, this character that's, like, not written into the story. This is, and you'll, like, play through official Adventures like with a group of people that you may or may not have met before a DM you've never met before. And like, that's like, that's their whole experience playing D and D is like showing up to like a game store. And, you know, I think that this is becoming like a little less and less common, but definitely is something that like, that's people's experience with D and D or like maybe they've only played at like conventions or things like that. Yeah. <clears throat> Compared to like us who have like, have like worked in like, full campaigns where you like get with like your players and like work backstory like like you know morgan kind of said before how like she plays in my game and like 90 percent of like my plans and like everything that i've worked for like the overarching story of like the campaign i'm running is like mostly based on like two things player backstory and what like what's happening in the world like what what events led to like the things that are going on that they're going to interact with but like you know like there's like at any point it could just not follow any guideline anymore (laughs) so i've had like 11 ish years you've had like what five six years um what were some of your favorite characters you ever made? So I, I kind of talked about before that I really haven't played a lot. Realistically, the times that I've played um, have been in the last six months. Like um, playing as I played in your game and Drunk D and D. I played in. I've been playing in uh, another campaign, and what else have I played? I think I played something else. I don't, I'm trying to think now. I don't know. That might be it. 
Shout out to somebody tell me if I'm remembering oh. anything. So it's like so, really so like realistically like I've made characters and things like that, but I haven't just played a lot. Uh, one of, honestly probably my favorite character I've ever made was the first character I ever made because I was so excited to do it. Well, the first character I ever played, not the first character I ever made, because I'd made characters plenty of times. But uh, I made uh, this very awesome uh, half work bard, uh, low charisma, <laughs> who um, his name was Sark the Magnificent. And uh, it, it, I, it was totally <laughs> stolen from like an idea that I'd seen online. I just like thought it was so funny to have a bard that like, um, was like it was funny because like I played him as like very fabulous and like um, almost like kind of Gilmore esque. Uh, I don't even know if I could remember the voice at this point. This was a couple, <laughs> you know, three four years ago, but um, I like played him this like very kind of like he he like thought the best of himself, but like he was su- like super not personable. So like when he'd like inspire people, <laughs> he'd be like he would usually insult somebody. Um, so he'd be like, you know, he'd be like kind of debonair and like, you know, fun. And then he'd like, we'd be in battle and he'd be like, pick up your sword right now. <laughs> it's so like, aggressive. Just, like, Cause he just wouldn't know what to do. And like, just couldn't interact with people <laughs> like in like the moment and like would get all like, I would like, I definitely played him as like getting very stressed out, which is like super funny. Cause like. Uh, it was my fiance's first time running a game when I played him and she was just like, <laughs> she's like, why are you doing this to me? I was like, like <laughs> sorry. That's the best though, is making characters specifically full of chaos for your yeah. friends, because that's a hundred percent what I do when I play for close friends. I come up with the craziest, most chaotic characters I possibly yeah. can with the weirdest stories, the weirdest like interactions. Um, I want to test yeah. people, well, you know, I want to, I want to make people better by giving them as much chaos as I can <laughs> and seeing how they react. I think that that's also something that's interesting is like you've DM'd a lot also, but like you've, you've had a lot more experience playing so i feel like you've probably had a lot of like both sides of the spectrum of like the more standard character like the like has a good Mm -hmm. backstory is serious about (laughs) things it doesn't take everything as a joke and then you've also like turned that dial up to 11 and like went in on like (laughs) full chaos mode but like i feel like because i play so infrequently it's like I'm always trying to. Oh, the other character I played, which is for sure my favorite character, is Wally. Uh, or not Wally, sorry. Uh, Forrest from a, a game we ran with uh, <laughs> somebody else's in my game, Gia. And uh, he's he is a lot to explain in one. Maybe, maybe we'll get back to Forrest in the future and uh, hiding bodies and. Uh, Doing crazy things on on dual on back to back Matt twenties. <laughs> Matt knows. Shout out to Mod Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Mod Matt. Um, yeah, I. It's. It really depends for me how I create my character. Because, yeah. like I said, if I'm playing with close friends and it's not like a serious campaign, I turn the dial up to fifty. Um, for for example, um, in 
your one shot mm-hmm. campaign. Now we haven't played a whole lot of that, but I was just like, you know what? <laughs> There's two other characters in this campaign that are a fire genasi and a um he's an air genasi right i thought you were air and he was water no oh then he's air for sure earth oh he is air exactly because because this is this is the kind of chaos that i like to bring so i was introduced to the party after it already been established and i was like you know what i'm going to make a character that is the cousin of (laughs) of these two people so Nathan was like, all right, so we're going to introduce you. And I held my phone up and I can't do it right now because copyright reasons, but I held my phone up to my microphone as my character was being introduced (laughs) and it was playing earth, wind and fire because I was an earth genasi. Uh, Our friend Matt was a fire genasi and our other friend was an air genasi and It was just this little moment of happiness of being clever and and like just having fun because that's what it's about. But I also, you know, in this other campaign that I'm doing, um, it's called Tales of Inmandar and it is a podcast that uh, myself and another group of people are doing. Um, It's a live role play podcast. I play this character. Her name is Alarin, and she's a Triton princess, but she's a bard. And I think <laughs> I think it's kind of crazy because a nobody expects a princess to be a bard, um, but she's also so serious and so determined, and so she's not level-headed by any means, but she has an objective that she needs to accomplish. And I think it's a important to have that balance of those two characters you have the character that was literally made just to be a meme (laughs) like that's all my earth genasi is is a meme but then you have a lauren you have a lauren that is this super serious super dead set character with these goals and intentions and she's driving forward with this plot in such a serious way and I really like having that dichotomy of characters, you know, having that this character is what I get to do when I want to have my serious role playing, my serious interactions. And this character is the one where I've had a really long day and I just want to fuck around. Um, You know? Well, I I think that there's like that balance between the characters. Cause like I play uh, the only like real campaign that I've been playing, which is like on a small hiatus right now. Uh, I play as uh, Walward Swiftglow. He's a uh, he goes by Wally. He's a very old turtle cleric um, who has a uh, tremendously horrific backstory. Because why not? And uh, like yeah. I play him like super seriously. Like he he like you know I think that like there's definitely this kind of situation of the things in his past lead him to be really serious. And like, uh, like I found it really interesting to try to play him as um, kind of like a a little bit of like a pre-dementia elderly kind of person. Like, like he definitely like, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like 
my fiance works in like an old folks home and she's like done a lot of like um, learning about like the, like, you know, different, you know, things like that. And she's like, you know, so I kind of talked to her about that, about like, um, it's called like twilighting, like as like when it starts to go, like the sun starts to go down, like um, there's a lot of like uh, confusion and things like that that happen. So like, I've been like trying to incorporate in that in the game, like towards like when, you know, when it's like the end of the day, like I'll like mistake the other players as like um, people from his backstory or things like that. And, like, it's been like mm. super cool to like play something serious, but like on the other end of the spectrum, like I love playing chaotic characters because it's just fun. Like, you know, like I love doing something serious and like really trying with like something like that of like, you know, like trying to put a real world aspect into, um, you know, my character and like make him like very real. And like um, in the game, like he is like looking after another one of the players who like, um, is completely their character like has completely lost their memory and um like the they've been like staying in the temple that he like stays at um and he's like always looking out for him and like um you know like their character is like non-binary and like uh i've been like playing a really interesting where like wally's like learning like how to accept that like uh you know their character's name is pew and uh, like Pew's not a boy or a girl to like this old man Tortle. He like doesn't, he's like confused about that, but he's like trying really hard to like be like kind of fatherly because like he doesn't have his family anymore and stuff. And it's like, it's cool to do something like that. But there's like that, like I said, there's like, it's a, in a way it's like as fun as that is, like because like I try to run like my game seriously, like when I play, it's like let loose time. Yeah. Well, and that's that's another thing is I have played more than DM'd and you have DM'd more than you've played. So what about NPCs? Like how do you make NPCs something that well you characters, <laughs> players can like attack? You've you? played in my game. I, so I ask realistically, this, yeah. <laughs> I ask this question pointedly because you came up with an NPC on the fly, but that NPC that you came up with on the fly was so charismatic that w- my party, we literally just were like, you're with us it's now. Thank you enough. and goodbye. And Billy, <laughs> shout well, out and to like, Billy. Well, like, that's the other thing is, like, I would have um, maybe came up with a more, like, in-setting cool name if, like, I thought he was going to be around. But, like, basically the party had, like, <laughs> snuck in disguised himself as guard uh, one of the guards and like said that like they needed to be taken to the boss you know they passed some crazy charisma checks with the paladin like i mean it was just like i mean ungodly the way it was happening like it was just going so well for them (laughs) i couldn't believe it and they were like they were walking with him like chatting with him they're like what's your name and i was like billy (laughs) like i just was like he's just some guy like i don't know his name's billy and then like but like the thing is is like i do this like in a way to myself is like i love doing funny voices so like you know i'm not like you know a voice actor by any means but like i can you know i can definitely throw some spin on things so i gave this guy like the super like bro-y like high school bully voice (laughs) he's like 
bro, like, let's fucking go right now. We're best friends now. Let's fucking rock this out. And, like, just, like, hyped up. And we loved him. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, everyone, like, fell in love with him. And now, like, they convinced... He was, like, a level two fighter, uh, was, like, what I translated him as. And they were, like, this guy needs to take a level... So, I don't remember who says. Somebody told him he needed to take a level in Bard. So, when they all leveled up, I, like, gave him a level in Bard now. Like, he's, like, why not? Because <laughs> he's, like... Yes. He, I think it was when he was, like, they had, like got out of the place they were in and they're like back at the bar and he was like doing drunk karaoke on top of the bar and they were like they're like this guy is now (laughs) well it it was just it was one of those funny things because like you said you didn't expect for us to just latch on to him like that but you presented this character that had intention and it had a personality and it had a reason yeah. for being there, even though, like, in your conscious yeah. mind, you weren't well, thinking of yeah. that. In your subconscious DM mind, you knew that. And so once you present those, the personality and the character and the voice, that is what brings a player, yeah. that, that's what makes a player attach themselves yeah. to things. Because you gave him a personality, so, oh, he is important now. And then once we realized that he was kind of just a, a, a plot point to push us further, it made it even better because we were like, oh, he's just yeah. a friend. He's just a friend that we can drag along and make our DM do this silly ass <laughs> voice all day now. Well, and like, I think that's like what's <laughs> been funny is like, you know, the, the on the fly NPC has like going into that room that he was in, like he was just like, guard one like this guy like he was a non-existent (laughs) thing and then they were like hey instead of like sending our rogue in there or something to be like boom boom let's fucking assassinate these guys i don't know if we should be swearing (laughs) i swear a lot Uh, i swear a lot too it's fine we can mark it we can we can mark it (laughs) we just bumped up to pg-13 guys what's up <laughs> we were already at PG thirteen. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, we were at PG, I swear. But uh, you know, like I think that was like the thing is like literally entering that room, like, you know, as a DM, the the whole expectation realistically was like, you know, ex- for example, like your character is like our rogue, and like I fully expected our rogue to like sneak into this room and like assassinate one of them. You know, and then, like, but no, like, the paladin and the cleric were, like, no, we're going to disguise and we're going to, like, walk in and we're going to get them to, like, take us to their boss. And and I was, like, (laughs) and then they, like, you know, even if it would have been even, like, because even at that point, I was, like, he's still just, like, guard. Like, he's not a thing. And then they're, like, walking with him. And I'm, like, they're, like, talking to him. I was, like, I mean, he's got to have, (laughs) he's not going to just be, like, yeah, shut up. Let's keep going. Like, he's just going to talk to them because they, like, rolled super well. They were super friendly with him. So, just, like, I was like, all right, I guess that's what it is. (laughs) Well, I think we covered a lot of stuff today, most of it about us, but that's fine. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening to the very first introduction episode of the Rule of Cool podcast. It's been great, like, getting on and being able to just talk about, you know, the thing that we both 
passionate about, like talking about D and D, and uh, we're looking forward to being able to like maybe bring some other people on or just like chat about different topics as we go on and like kind of see where this goes, um, you know, and kind of be able to bring you guys along for the ride. Um, I think that's really all we got. You know, we've been great. Of yeah, course. we've been great. Our uh, listeners have been great. Um, we're very excited to be make, bringing all this content to you. You know, make sure if you haven't already, jump in, like us on, you know, everything. We'll we'll definitely be letting everybody know when we uh, plan on going live again to record another episode. Yeah, uh, for those of you who don't know, our podcasts are recorded based off of a live Twitch stream. So if you want to come in and chat to us while we're recording the podcast, follow us on Twitch, subscribe, uh, come and chat with us while we're live. And also, if you would like to suggest topics or ideas for us in our next podcast, make sure you join that Discord. Um, jump in there. There's little tabs and channels for ideas and feedback, and you can let us know. And if we use one of your ideas we'll shout you out in the podcast for sure we're, we're definitely you know we have a ton of ideas already but like you know we're we're excited to talk about what everybody wants to talk about like we, you know they, we can talk about the things that we find interesting all the time but you know we want to definitely talk about things that you guys are interested in not just you know not just what we're interested in there'll be a little bit of both but <laughs> always always uh, thank you so much guys and we'll see you next time this has been a rule of cool podcast. See you guys. Let's play D&D, you and me, and all of our best friends, except that one guy. Let's play D&D, our favorite RPG. Escape your life and play pretend for a